This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, DHS is now making a push to get all of its employees vaccinated. The White House released a slew of nominations for critical positions yesterday. And the topic of veteran homelessness is in the spotlight again thanks to the pandemic. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Department of Homeland Security is giving the rest of its workforce priority eligibility for the COVID-19 vaccine. DHS is already vaccinating frontline employees through a partnership with the Veterans Health Administration, but the department gave the rest of its workforce letters last week that they can present to local vaccine providers as proof of priority eligibility. Most states have already opened up vaccine eligibility to anyone over the age of 16, but the DHS letters will allow all employees to get vaccinated now before eligibility expands to everyone across the country next week. President Biden is filling out his team at DHS. John Tian is Biden's pick to be deputy DHS secretary. Tian previously served as a member of the National Security Council during the Obama administration. Er Jadu is Biden's nominee to lead U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. Jadu is an adjunct law professor at American University and was chief counsel for USCIS back in 2014. And Chris Magnus is the president's pick for Customs and Border Protection. He's the current police chief for Tucson, Arizona. The White House details its nominees for two key cybersecurity roles. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us those details. Chris Inglis and Jen Easterly will be nominated to cybersecurity positions to oversee federal networks and work closely with the private sector. Inglis would be the first national cyber director in the White House. Easterly would be the new director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, in DHS. Both previously worked for the National Security Agency. Inglis as the former deputy director. Easterly as the deputy for counterterrorism. Both positions do require Senate confirmation. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. President Biden is nominating Christine Warmoth as the next Army Secretary. If confirmed, she'll be the first woman to hold the job. Warmoth formerly served as the Undersecretary of Defense for Policy. Before that, she was appointed Deputy Undersecretary for Strategy, Plans, and Force Development. Some lawmakers are already championing her nomination. Representative Anthony Brown said Warmoth has the experience and knowledge necessary to lead the Army through complex and multifaceted challenges. Former Congressman Gil Cincineros is nominated as the Defense Department's lead for personnel and readiness. Cincineros is a Navy veteran who served 11 years. In 2010, he won the Mega Millions Lottery and used some of the proceeds to start charities focused on higher education. The Undersecretary for Personnel and Readiness position has long been neglected in DOD. Over much of the last eight years, it has been unfilled by a Senate-confirmed manager. And among President Biden's picks for top leadership roles was Anne Milgram to lead the Drug Enforcement Administration. Milgram was attorney general for the state of New Jersey from 2007 to 2010. She was also a federal prosecutor with the Justice Department, where she became special litigation counsel for the prosecution of human trafficking crimes. A crucial moment for the Department of Veterans Affairs and its multi-billion dollar electronic health record program. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. VA employees say the department's initial rollout at the first site last fall was far less successful than the agency originally touted. And the EHR continues to frustrate some VA clinicians who are struggling to fill prescriptions or make referrals to the community. 
VA launched a strategic review of the EHR program last month, but Congress is worried it won't take the time it really needs to resolve lingering usability issues. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. VA, along with the Department of Housing and Urban Development, say they're mobilizing the strength of their agencies to address an uptick in veterans' homelessness. HUD's annual assessment found over 37,000 homeless veterans on a single night in January 2020. The number is likely higher today because of the pandemic. VA and HUD say their employees will evaluate existing homelessness prevention strategies and come up with a new plan. The VA and HUD secretaries will participate in listening sessions with homeless veterans and other stakeholders. The departments say they'll also mobilize others within the Interagency Council on Homelessness. The issue of military hunger has been under the radar for years. Now some lawmakers are taking notice. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. A new report from Maison, an organization fighting hunger, says military families are slipping through the cracks of the United States safety net. Housing subsidies given to service members are counting them out of food stamp benefits, but families are still going hungry. A bipartisan group of representatives recently introduced a bill that would give basic allowance to troops who need help with food and are not eligible for federal nutrition assistance. Two senators are also calling on the Biden administration to rethink how military benefits are taken into account for assistance. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Two efforts to improve how agencies assess vendor performance on contracts will come to a crucial point this year. DHS is testing technologies from five vendors to see if artificial intelligence can reduce the burden and improve the data of contractor assessments. Meanwhile, GSA released a new memo encouraging the use of self-assessments by companies. Both initiatives will help prove whether contracting officers and vendors truly want improved ratings in the contractor performance assessment reporting system. The Postal Service maintains high approval ratings despite last year's pandemic challenges. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more on that. A survey from its inspector general found 91% of respondents held a positive opinion of the agency. That approval rating is consistent with approval ratings in surveys from 2017 and 2019. Despite the pandemic's challenges, 75% of respondents said USPS provided excellent customer service in 2020, a 7% increase from the year prior. USPS is considering cutting some post office hours as part of its 10-year reform plan, but survey respondents said they still preferred handling their postal needs in person. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. And President Joe Biden is working with the heads of 19 major companies to ramp up the supply of semiconductors and increase supply chain resilience. Executives in the national defense, technology, and automotive industries met with the president at a virtual summit, along with National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo. Biden says supply chain resilience factors heavily into his 2022 budget plan and $2 trillion infrastructure plan. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 
The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.